Welcome, How's everyone everybody. Doing? Episode seven. Seven, yeah. Big seven. Clarity. Lucky seven. Let's go. We have uh, the one and only Mr. DJ Floetic. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Hello, hello, Thank Jason. Thank you for coming. How, how's everyone doing? Go you ahead, and me. Nolan. You, you and me. You. It's your show, man. I'm just. <laughs> um, I'm good. How are you, Jason? I'm good, man. Yeah. You know? How was your week? Um, busy. Things yeah. are kind of kicking back up, so, uh, you know. Gotta... Right. I think I saw you at Hello Goodbye, no? Yeah, yeah, I was there last week. Fun, Trying fun, to fun. play some music, and uh, it was good, man. It was good to see people I haven't seen in a while, and just kind of get back into the motion. Totally. I'm excited to have you on today, because I feel like we've never really had a uh, sober conversation, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to get to know you today. Amazing. Hi, I'm Nolan. <laughs> I am Jason. <laughs> you guys are weird. Um, yeah, so you guys uh, both were out. Like we kind of, you know, we're in like I don't know, week three or four or something of um, our industry Phase. anyway. Phase mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, getting reopened. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I was out for a little bit. Like it seemed a little, it seemed you know a little bit kind of different, but at the same time, a little bit similar too. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? No. The night that you come out, <laughs> Yale Town has a fucking blackout. Yeah, and I, I heard a rumor of where that. <laughs> whoa, that whoa, 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 yeah, whoa! Yeah. I'm not going We're name not names. We're not pointing fingers not, here. All I said was I heard a rumor. Don't that's get so it, defensive. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I don't, I don't know why you're so defensive. Are you I don't guilty care. About, I don't it was a nice party. I heard it was it. something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it was unfortunate. That was a uh, you know what? Are, what are you going to do? It's 2020 has been a real fucking shit show so mm-hmm. crazy year man. anything that happens from here on in i'm just like whatever oh i was ready it felt like armageddon and i was like hey well this is the next step in 2020 so yep. let's fucking do it yeah for me and this is gonna sound super weird and petty but fucking i can't find sriracha anywhere so that's an- <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with armageddon it, oh yeah, okay it's like, it's like, how much worse can it get it has yeah, everything yeah. to do with armageddon like sriracha i had literally i had i went on amazon and i bought a sriracha for 21 dollars. like hold on Shut like, up. the regular yeah. The, bottle? The sriracha with a little hen on it or the rooster like on it. Like a regular with the green. Like a yeah, sriracha. Exactly. You couldn't find that I anywhere? I went to like two urban fairs, a Whole Foods. All I found was some weird organic sriracha that is literally like water. Like <laughs> the, You know what I mean? It's like not the hot sauce. Hot sauce must be a little bit, you know, thick. Yeah. And so, and that's, sriracha is my shit. So I, you know, I had to go onto Amazon and get it for $22. I don't even believe you. insane. Yeah, I mean, I challenge you guys, if you're a big sriracha fan, to go out and try to find some sriracha if i find some then what then, then buy it by the case it's like 42 at this point yeah it's fucking crazy and another thing that actually gets my goat while we're on it okay is when, <laughs> is when you know when uh, like uh, like urban fair for example open till nine or ten i go in there at like say it's open till 10 i go in there at like 9 45 want to get some like deli meat or you know some a steak or something like that yeah they are always like cleaning down the cutting equipment, shutting down. Like, <laughs> if your store is open till ten, I fully expect to be able to get anything I want from that store until ten. One hundred percent. Yeah, if you close at nine forty-five, cool, but don't close at ten and then stop doing half the shit at nine thirty. Yeah, because it's like yeah, it's fucking misleading fair. everybody. That's fair. Have you guys ever experienced that, or is it only me? All the me? fucking time. Yeah, it happens everywhere. Though. Yeah, it's weird. Even if you go into like a retail store, yeah, 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 and they're ten minutes before closing, they're all shutting it down. <laughs> but at the same <laughs> time, you're getting paid until off you leave. Ten. No, they get they they close the doors at ten, and then and then like for example, in our bars or whatever, we close at three loosely, mm-hmm. and then everyone when everyone's out. The staff still have to clean, and yeah, so they do the real close afterwards. Yeah, and they're getting paid for that, you know, for those hours. So, I mean, I just think you know, you're you're right for sure. Because when I used to work at um, BC Liquor Store, um, we would be required to stay half an hour later. Like our shifts would end half an hour after closing, yeah, so that we can do all those fucking closing shit. Which was, by the way, really not fun when you have to fucking clean, but. You know, it's, it's a real job, bro. Yeah, exactly. It's called growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What else? What else have you guys been doing? Um, besides drinking and fucking yeah, waiting for the say, weekend to come. Not, but this week has been really uneventful. I'm not gonna lie. Are you watching I'm, Keeping Up with Current Events or anything? No, not really. Have you heard? Have you either of you heard of this thing called doom scrolling? It's like a new kind of term. No, so, what's that? It's it, well, from what I understand, I definitely am guilty of doing it. So I'll be on my phone on my Flipgram or whatever, and I'll just be, or even Instagram, and I'll just be like scrolling through shit 
just waiting to find like the next shitty thing to happen. Like, oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, not like, hard to find nowadays. No, that's what I think. <laughs> that's, what, that's what everyone's Literally. doing. Yeah, and like I just like it's so depressing. You're just scrolling down, like you know, another another police violent incident. Yeah, another Trump saying something crazy, ridiculous, like mm-hmm. stupid. I mean, it's it's really kind of the media is just like horrible these days, and it's. I've also noticed that like some media outlets will kind of like, you know, pr- give you a title that's you know, just like eye catching and it maybe will you know incite anger or something, mm-hmm. and the, de- the details won't all be correct. Because for example, I think I saw something in the in the on the news the other day, and the headline was "Hispanic man dies after shot by a policeman." That was in California last week, but then when you go on to read the article, it goes on to say how this Hispanic male was wielding a gun. Yeah, they don't give you the full details. And, yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, you know, if I look at if I, you know, when I read the when I read the headline, obviously with whatever with all that's going on right now, it's like holy fuck, another fucking police brutality. This is fucking ridiculous. Like a defund, da 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 da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in reality, this guy was running around, you know, having a gun in his hand. Yeah, you know? yeah So yeah. I mean, the, the, that was, you know, give the full story. Yeah. So to me, I think that's just fucked. How, how um, how media that's a little can just kind of. It's super clickbaity. Super clickbaity. And I think it's just really inciting more like negative energy. It's just it's but I just don't understand it. Like I feel like it's a bandwagon right now, you know? It's uh it's good marketing, man. But like, <laughs> yeah, to be completely that. honest, it's just great marketing because that's the type of stuff that's gonna keep you wanting to come back, right? Hundred percent. That, that is true. Unfortunately. That's a good point. But like it's like I to, <laughs> it's sad to say, like I trust TMZ now <laughs> more so than I trust like CNN or Fox News because I watched CNN and Fox News back to back on about yeah. the same stuff, and they are they're so up there. One's totally left, and one's yeah, totally yeah, right. Yeah. And no matter what's happening, it's they have their people's backs, and they're so biased. It's really hard to to watch. And I thought CNN growing up was like a very reputable mm-hmm. source of news. Mm-hmm. Isn't that guy on it? The guy with the glasses and the long hair. What's his name? Something King. No, Larry, no, King? No. Larry King. Yeah. Larry King is oh, long hair. Long. What are you watching from like the eighties? Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's long gone too. Yeah, like all oh, those guys, really? like Don Lemon. Is he dead? No, no, no. I don't oh, think okay. so. I think he just retired a while. Also. Yeah, he retired a while. Ago. But like Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo, like the brother of the New York mayor or governor or whatever. Like you know, I think I thought they were legit people, but when I watch them, they're just like so biased. Yeah. And then Fox News is the other side of it, and they're and people are clearly watching these things, and that's like their source of information. Uh-huh. And it's kind of scary to think that, you know, that's all they know. And it's like, it's so, it's like, it's, it's, it's just weird. I don't, I don't get. It's mind boggling. Yeah. And TMZ, yeah, at least when you watch TMZ, it's like <laughs> Beyonce was caught holding hands <laughs> with, uh, with Justin Bieber outside of the uh, nice guy in LA. And you're like, okay, hey, that's factual shit. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I actually enjoy watching that now that's more than fair. anything. That's do you watch it all on your TV or do you watch, like, do you go on the websites and stuff? I mean, I see, I have the CNN app, but like, okay. I, and I watch, I mean, fuck, it's hard now. Cause now that I've seen CNN, just like, I think I should watch, watch Don Lemon's thing. You'll, you'll see he's just, he hates Trump so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just like, he, no matter what, I mean, Trump's done a lot of stupid shit and I'm, I'm sure I'm, I don't know, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that he's done a couple of good things. I don't, I don't know what they are, but like, no matter what he's done, Don Lemon's just just hates him. Just like, yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. It's like a little kid. Like when you're in like, you know, grade two, like you're a fan. You know, you're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's super weird and petty. And I'm not mad about it though. You yeah, know, I mean, it's entertaining. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, it's just it's just odd because I always thought news was supposed to be you know an objective, um, non-biased, non-biased viewpoint of you know current events totally and then it's a here the here are the facts and and here people make your own opinions yeah you got to remember though people don't think like you the oh, masses oh, you know? oh. Well, i don't know if that's a come fucking hello no, 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 no. like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. No, no, i'm saying like you can look at something and, and constructively criticize it and be like well that's not fully true that's not fully true meanwhile you know jimmy bob down the block will watch it and be like hey Ah, you know what I mean? Jimmy Bob's a friend. Yeah, Nolan. <laughs> Nolan, a.k.a. Jimmy Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's me you... after I get four Dude. tequilas in me. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> you, um, either of you seen a Serena Williams post that she did the other day that yeah. was, you know, very kind of, you know, apropos to what we're talking about right now? I did yeah. not. What did she say? Yeah, I read it out loud. 
She's like, I'm sick of COVID-19. I'm sick of black versus white. I'm sick of Democrats versus Republicans. I'm sick of gay versus straight. I'm sick of Christians versus atheists. I'm really sick of the media. I'm sick of no one being allowed to think what they want and feel what they do without offending someone. I am sick of the nosy-ass people who call the cops when anyone does anything they don't approve of. I am sick of blaming the whole for the sins of a few. We're one race, the human race. You want to support President Trump? You do it. Your choice. You want to support Biden? Fine. Also your choice. You want to believe in God? Okay, believe in God. You want to believe in magical creatures that fly around, sprinkle fairy dust to make it all better? Awesome. You do you. But stop thinking your beliefs on others. So, sorry. Stop thrusting your beliefs on others and stop being able to deal with the fact... and. We start again. (laughs) But stop thrusting your beliefs on others and not being able to deal with the fact that they don't have the same exact mindset as you. Having your own minds is what makes us all individuals and beautiful. If you can't handle the fact that you may have a friend that has opposing views as you, then you are not being any better than the bigots and the racists. I don't have to agree with everything you believe to be a decent human being and your friend. Yeah. So Claps I mean, to fuck, you, Serena. I read that and like a man, like she summed up my fucking brain, like <laughs> so well. And I really, I really believe in that because right now everything it's such a controversial time. And like you know, I know when people say all lives matter right now, it's a super like it's it's like people it's wrong. You mm-hmm. know, whatever people are super pissed about it. But I bet if we went to like into to 1980 and if someone was to say to you on like, Hey, all lives matter. Like people would be like, probably get behind it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have that negative connotation against all black, all, uh-huh. um, black lives matter. Uh-huh. So it's just, it's just such a weird time. Yeah. You got to walk on your toes. Yeah. It's crazy. And people are getting fired. Anything. Like, like people I've seen, like who have like tweeted or retweeted something that's a little bit, you know, on the fence of controversy that they're like, their wives are doing that, and then they're getting fired. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, some yeah. coach from a soccer team or something. Their wife said, like, retweeted something that was a bit sketch, right? And the coach got fired. Yeah, like, it's crazy. People are just getting. Well, I just feel like everybody is a little bit, in general, maybe a little bit too sensitive. That's what I believe right now. Not yeah. not about like stuff that's going on. Obviously, it's stuff in the media right now is super important. But just like. People are just really sensitive. Like, I feel like everybody's getting offended at everything. And I love watching shows like Will and Grace, Friends, <laughs> um, and stuff like that because they make jokes and stuff that aren't so... That if people were to make those jokes today, it would be a huge, big fucking deal. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You guys grew up with that type of television. So what do you guys think? You think that people are a little bit more... Fuck, he's always throwing these little jabs. Like, calling <laughs> you old and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, you, I you watch the same show. Like, I'm sorry. Get I'm used sorry. to it. He's, he's quite rude. I caught that one, Nolan. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, quite gen- rude. He's gen- okay, Why don't you look at me when you say that? He's, well, I'm in the middle seat. You know, when you're at the bar and you don't know who you're looking at? <laughs> but yeah, you're like, lo- like you're like, he's like super subtle with his insults. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't really sorry. catch them unless you're paying attention. I kind of like that, though. You got to be paying attention, like you said. Yeah. You got to be listening, baby. Anyway, yeah, I like those shows. Um, I actually grew up on shows that are like I'm more like like the Jeffersons and fucking yeah. shit like that, which were like at that time. I'm not sure if probably Nolan, you probably never heard of them, but Flo probably does. Like the Jeffersons, and, and like, I'm the one throwing a little jabs. No, I'm, it's a it's a compliment. You're young, <laughs> and like all in the family and those shows and Three's Company, like all those yeah, shows. Yeah. Love. They were super. Company. Those shows would never be on the air right now. Like never. Like the Jeffersons and shit were using like you know. The racial slurs for whites and blacks. Like mm-hmm. um, Three's Company was like the so like not anti-gay at all, but the the but like the premise was that you know there's um, a, a guy, guy. And two girls living together, and mm-hmm. then the superintendent or landlord would only allow it because the male was gay. Yeah, yeah. And so the whole butt of the joke was that you know he was a straight guy pretending to be gay, and he was over the top, like you know that kind of. <clears throat> You know that was really the only representation of 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 gay people at the time, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like they were kind of the butt of the joke. You know 100%. what I mean? And that's you look. I mean, the show was very popular, and it was. I don't think it was. I wouldn't go as far to say it was like anti-gay, but it wasn't like Will and Grace. You know where it's mm-hmm. like you know they're proud to be gay. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, it's interesting to see even in, in the media in that sense how things have progressed and like. You know how things were accepted universally in like the eighties and nineties, which and and today, you know, you know that show that that, that show would never get greenlit. That show would just be 
dead on the, dead on the mm-hmm. editing floor. Yeah. I mean, I'm the type of guy that loves to make fun of myself. So obviously seeing things on TV that are like a little offensive, but things you can laugh at. Fuck, why not? Yeah, you but know? do you think there are those things like being offensive, like with like tongue in cheek? Or do you think they're just like, you right? Know, they're not trying also, to. It also makes way for other people to think it's okay to hop on those insults, you know? Yeah. And suddenly it becomes like a whole culture of making fun of a certain type of person as the brought the joke when it's really not. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like when I watch Friends in, in Seinfeld, a, a, a common, not complaint, but common comment that came about those shows, I'm not sure if you guys would remember or agree, is that there wasn't a lot of, you know, African-American representation on those shows. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember totally. hearing that? Yeah, yeah. And then for me personally, like, I mean, I'm like, I mean, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really bother me. And then and then they brought that up. And I'm like, okay. Then I started to kind of notice it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Seinfeld the other day because Seinfeld is, is on repeat in my house. Every day. And I actually saw, you know, a couple episodes with some black people in it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure if they wrote them in at that time to kind of just, you know, quiet the... Um, Media. The, yeah, the um, Attention. people. Yeah, exactly. Or if, like, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't feel I'm I'm a bit ta- a bit like I'm on either, I don't, I'm on the fence on it like I don't know if um you know hiring a person of color or a gay person or whatever just because they're gay or or, or a person of color is the right choice like mm-hmm. I fully believe you put the best people in the job and the best people in the position mm-hmm. whether it's work or athletics and stuff because I've you know I've especially with sports I've been on the other side where you know, people are getting selected f- for politics. And mm-hmm. it's because, like, w- for rugby, for example, like the national team was 99% from people from out west, but like, and a handful of guys from Toronto. Actually, probably that's not true. Probably like half and half, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But then you have to pick a guy from like Nova Scotia or, or, or like Manitoba just, you know, to say that the national team is representative of all yeah, Canada. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When sure. the guy from Manitoba was a fucking joke. <laughs> I mean, you know who you are. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I don't. I, I just believe that you know you put the best people in the in the positions that they're in, and and that should be the way it goes. I yeah. agree. But do you think we could get to a place in you know our world where people are measured just solely on, on their skills and performance rather than everything else that's being taken into account? I think I'm in not, some industries, yeah. Yeah. Not not in every. Okay. Yeah, like, I, I believe so. Like, I would love to see that happen, but it's so hard to like let outside forces. And I'm not saying I agree with this at all, but to let outside forces dictate whether or not you're, mm-hmm. you're part of something, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, look, I've mentioned it the other day. Like, Biden has openly said he wants a a, a female person of color to be mm-hmm. his um, vice president, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, good. But like, what if that person is f- an idiot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't care what you look like or anything like that. I, I don't need you, especially with Joe Biden. Like, his he needs help, man. His vice president <laughs> is really going to be the president. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like a Dick Cheney, George Bush situation. Yeah. Or whatever that was. Like, like man, like, I'm worried. Like, I heard Biden's, like, leading the, leading the polls by, like, double. Really? Which is, like, I think the first time or, like, that doesn't happen often where, you know, candidates are, like, Crushing, crushing the guy, yeah. and then Joe Biden, God bless his heart, like he is not the brightest motherfucker I've ever heard speak. He's senile, man. He's he's losing his marbles. <clears throat> yeah, you're gonna go. It's yeah. a little, he's a little old. I'm worried about America, <laughs> man. I'm worried. Yeah, it's scary. <sighs> I don't know what's gonna happen there, but I don't know. It seems like we're, we're not gonna be able to go there for a minute anyway. <laughs> so I say Canada just come out on top. Let's just fucking let's become the powerhouse of the world. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> but with travel, what do you guys think about travel? Like, I, I obviously I miss traveling. Uh, like, I travel quite a bit, and I've been lucky to travel um, with sports and other things. So, you know, I love being able to see other culture, cultures, cultures, and things like that. But do you think when this all ends, do you think travel is going to be cheaper, the same price, or more expensive? Because I go back and forth on it. Because like, I don't know if you know airlines and hotels are going to be wanting to get business back so they're going to have low prices mm-hmm. to make sure that they draw people back or are they going to make it really expensive and then kind of just you know to make up for the last to make up months. for the last money and then just kind of like cater towards you know the the the, the richer Super. people um yeah i don't know what do you guys think i think it's going to be i think the airlines itself are going to be more expensive yeah. but destinations may have incentives to draw people there. 
So you think that the flights are going to be expensive, but the hotels will be a little cheaper? Yes. That's interesting. I think I don't I don't know. I think that I would think that they would be the whole industry would be kind of cohesive and like you know Yeah, I agree. Like if the Because like if you if, if you can't afford to fly to the hotel then <laughs> yeah, no one's like get... the, say the hotel for example is like fifty bucks a night for mm-hmm. a four star resort, but the flight is Damn, like I wanna go to that four four, <laughs> four times is more expensive than it used to be. Like then, you know, people may not you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I get you. Totally. I would think that, you know, the airlines would be, I'm sure the there's some towards. kind of coalition. I just feel like the governments have more incentive to keep the, the hotels afloat than they do the airlines because they're a little more privatized, right? Oh, that's what that's I'm saying. I'm looking at the business. Knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, even if you look in Canada, like, rega- to go from here to Toronto, on average, you're paying, what, six, five yeah, on a regular, like right? Yeah. I, I just randomly checked. Last week, like how much it would be to fly, it was like nine hundred bucks. Which I know it's Bro, COVID and stuff. Miami ro- round trip in August. Guess how much? Uh, twenty two hundred. One eighty nine. One hundred eighty nine dollars. And hundred and eighty nine dollars. I almost booked it. <laughs> round Canada trip? just for fucking fun. Just to say, I fucking booked a trip in August. Wow, you even if I can go, you're going to Ground Zero in Florida, though, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I wouldn't go to Florida. I'll be patient bro. zero. Qu- quarantine for three years. After you go, after you go to live for like an no, hour and a half, that. I remember nothing. But it's not fucked. That is crazy. Like I flew to Kelowna the other day, and you know, I I can like Kelowna's usually on a little tiny little plane, mm-hmm. prop jets or whatever. And it was like on a, like a, a plane that would fly to Toronto, mm-hmm. but every like all the middle seats were empty um, to try to distance. But I'm still like probably a foot away from the next guy Mm -hmm. but i mean obviously they need to you know those flights were probably 50 percent more expensive than they usually are in the summer like 350 bucks away and they're usually like i don't know one 200 or something really yeah so i mean it is more expensive but like they're only flying half half full Mm -hmm. plus they used to have probably six flights a day now there's like you know two from air canada one from WestJet. so yeah, fuck, I don't know how these airlines, I guess they must be getting some help from somewhere, but I can see how it's going to be a pretty tough choice for them to to flirt that line with, okay, how do we get people back mm-hmm. but and make money and, you know, people aren't being afraid to fly. Because I actually saw a girl for the first time, I shouldn't laugh, she actually <laughs> got denied an entrance, like she on the heat oh, gun. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, she was like, she obviously came back for the second time, so I guess she came by. Where's she coming from? I don't know, she was coming on my flight oh okay and she at the check-in got denied and i guess she was coming back for the second time because they told her just you know maybe she ran there or mm. Kelowna was hot or had a hat on or whatever and she came back and she's like scanned again too hot and they're like sorry we can't let you on the plane Shit. and you can tell she's super shook and i'm like thinking like what is, what is she gonna do now like she can't get on this plane yeah well, where what if she has like nowhere to stay like there's only one this is the last flight of the day so she needs she's gonna spend the night in the airport and if she's sick, then she has to, like, that could be a couple days, yeah, three yeah, days. Yeah. Oh, like, my gosh. She has nowhere to go. Like, what does she do in that situation? Like, I felt That's bad true. for her. And she she handled it pretty well. She was pretty shocked, but, like. And not everybody has the means to go and, like, you know, stay in another hotel for a couple of days. Yeah, and hotels aren't cheap right now because only, like, mm-hmm. they're only just starting to open. Well, yeah, I was going to say, are they even open? Some of them. But, I mean, like, yeah, what is she going to do? And, like, fuck, it's just weird. And, like, those heat guns, too, they're not, like, you know. They're, super they're accurate. very surface level, so like yeah. I have one in my house to like heat like heat when I go off because I'm so fucking hot. Okay, <laughs> easy one, Pablo. Um, yeah, so fuck, I do want to travel when this is all over. But do you think people want to go out? Like, are people? Do you think people are dying to travel again? I think. I mean, yeah. I think people that in our circles are because I mean, look at look at the people that are coming to the bars. You know what I've heard some people doing, making up fake ass business trips and going to LA. Wow. Just for fun. Makes well, sense. Well, Cali's also fucking great. Yeah. Like, America in general is pretty, pretty not scary. Good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm i hoping herd immunity happens sooner than later. I think a lot of people are going to be booking flights to, like, you know, the other side of the world instead of North America. Yeah. From- so like, little islands and stuff, you know? Oh, like, Fiji is pretty much complete. Yeah, but those, like, there's no COVID there. If they were smart, I'd be like, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one else is coming mm-hmm. in. That's how you, that's how you, in a place like Fiji, their infrastructure obviously isn't built to withstand a, a surge of, of, mm-hmm. of medical emergencies. Right. So they probably, if they're smart, aren't letting anyone in. But like all those islands, like, you know, New Zealand, same kind of thing. They kind of, they did really well, I think, because they just kind of 
yeah stop people from coming in and then i think they got a couple cases last week and apparently that was from an english family who came over to um visit i don't know their kid or something Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know but the states man holy shit it's imploding right now it's crazy yeah how your your miami trip i don't know bro we might have <laughs> no to have fuck. I wasn't actually planning that on going, week. Like, you, we might have to have the me and Floetic show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want you guys to be totally being replaced. You. And then yeah. a couple weeks after no, that, when never. you're quarantining, bro, <laughs> I would never go. I would never go. Yeah, man. I've, but I miss traveling. Scary. Traveling's. What do you? What? Which country or which trip would you go on first? Once, once you feel safe to to leave. Honestly, I would love to go to Miami yeah. if it wasn't yeah, crazy. Yeah, if it wasn't crazy, you All know. Right. Yeah, you? I'm gonna go to like Asia. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to like Thailand or Bali or something. Or super I chill really like want to check out Tokyo. Tokyo is dope. One it's day. a little expensive. It's like I'm more of a beach beach vibey guy mm-hmm. when I go on holiday, so I can mm-hmm. just like kind of unplug or read a book and I sit on the beach and 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 you and, read. <laughs> yeah, you can read. I read. <laughs> I've referenced a few books on this podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, the food is really good. Like, I love Asian food. It's it's really kind of inexpensive once you get there. Mm-hmm. The people are so fucking nice. In Tokyo? No, no, no. Well, oh, yeah, too. But in um in like uh, Bali and Thailand, gotcha. and like there's a lot of like kind of like they have like you can get like massages, like regular massages. Well, kind of, yeah. Regular. Okay. I, knew, <laughs> I knew you were gonna fucking pipe up there. Like legit massages for like I don't know eight bucks for an hour, and oh, wow. they're, they're a fucking bomb. Nice. Um, and like that. Well, I, I'm gonna pay ten. Sure, you for pay the ten other for, the, for the extra <laughs> for the extras. You sick fucking pervert. I'm fucking kidding. Yeah, but that's where I want to go. So you, while you're have in you Miami, ever? While we're on it. You're disgusting. Have you ever? Have I ever what? Been to like a uh, happy endings massage. I've been into one, but I haven't like intentionally gone to one with the Oh, you didn't know? Have you? Okay, in Thailand. I have no idea. I've never been. I'm pretty sure in Thailand. (laughs) Have you been to Thailand, Flo? Not yet. When you go there, like there is massage parlors or whatever you want to call them, like Mm -hmm. every fucking like 40 meters. And I think they they all offer it, to be honest with you. Like, I Probably. don't know. I don't know. Like, Bangkok. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when, when I go to Thailand, I'm not, Bangkok is like where I fly into and then I just kind of dip out to the to Phuket or, or um, Koh Samui and the little more beachy areas. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty certain that most places out there, you can just, you know, um, go in and get a regular massage or you can fucking get a freaky dicky massage <laughs> like one time we we're on Copenhagen where they have the full moon party it was me uh, the girl oh was, those look so fun they're fucking amazing um, the girl I was dating and our our buddy Lexi from from the Greek um, and we went to get massages so we just were in the main area getting like our foot foots rubbed and our backs rubbed and he went into like an area that in the same room but the curtains were drawn because he was getting a Thai massage and your mm-hmm. Thai massage is basically like assisted yoga essentially oh. and he's getting uh, massaged definitely not getting extras but we, we had just taken a mushroom shake <laughs> so we were pretty, getting pretty high and all we can hear is this like oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that feels so good <laughs> got, we were both so high and I'm looking I'm like what the fuck is <laughs> going on <laughs> but it was like literally in the same room separated by like a little curtain and it was he was just like and the massages are that good yeah. and we were so high that it was just like in the moment euphoric it sounded like something sketchy but I'm like bro what the fuck yeah. you're peeking through the curtain yeah. the that is hilarious but that was like $18 for three of us so Damn. That's why I recommend the both of you yeah. go to Thailand if you can. And then the full moon parties, like it's more for Nolan's age people. But like you, you, you start partying at like six p.m. and then like every club is on the beach and you're just hearing oh, this tight. heavy EDM. And that sounds there's so some fun. rap rap places too. And then like, you get these buckets where you put in like a Mickey of um, their whiskey, which I swear is spiked with ephedrine, <sighs> and then one Red Bull. What do you mean? You, you, like you're just like it's like you're almost like on your wired. Yeah, you're pretty fucking, you're pretty, like, your energy's high. Yeah. And the music's going off. People are, like, dancing through fire. There's, like, people walking through fire. Um, Oh, man. And, like, a bunch of, like, you know, young travelers from all over the world. And then the full moon comes on, gets bright. And then it just goes on, on the beach from, like, all night until the next morning. People are doing mushroom shakes, and everyone's just super friendly. Is mushrooms really big there? I guess so. I mean, they're super, super illegal, but there's like on the end of the beach, there's this like one house that's on like, um, like on a rock and it's called Mushroom Hill or something. (laughs) And everyone knows to go there. And 
I guess they have some deal with the local authorities or whatever. So you go there, and you get your shake, and you drink a shake, and you get fucking high. Really? And That's you dope. get super drunk, and you party. Oh, that That's sounds tight. like so much fun. Yeah, that sounds like a, a dream. Yeah. Well, let's go. I'm down. That sounds let's dope. Go. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you know traveling's all about. Just you know, meeting different people from across you know, across different countries and that's the best part. And the cultural stuff and like oh fuck, I miss travel. That's probably the thing I miss the most about this whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, and the human interaction, but we're, we're kind of slowly getting that back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, fuck, I miss traveling. For sure, man. Good times. Good mm. times. Yes. Flo, where would you go back to in the world if you could right now? Oh, buddy. I'm going back to Jamaica, bro. Jamaica. Jamaica, okay. come on. That You're was... Jamaican me crazy. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I, was like, I don't even know what that I'm was. I'm not even going to. Yo, I'm a Caribbean so any bad. day, man. This, just the vibe, the food, the people. Is that your background? I'm from St. Vincent. St. Vincent, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's near Trinidad. But gotcha. Yeah, I had a great time in Jamaica. That's interesting. Cause I, yeah, fuck, like the Caribbean, I think it's just too... It's hard to get to for me. Like I, th- I think it's the same amount of time, flight wise, from here to Jamaica because you have to go through Toronto, yeah, yeah, as it would be to go. So what is it like six to Toronto and then like six down or? Something I don't know. Like it's like six and then two or three. Depending. Oh, really? oh really? Yeah, yeah. it's not that's that. It's like bad. Miami. Yeah, it's not yeah, terrible. Exactly, but at the same, that's my point. There's no direct flights to the Caribbean. There's no direct flights to Miami. Yeah, but there are direct flights to Hong Kong and fucking Tokyo and all that shit. So weird, hey. Yeah, it is weird. I don't know why that is. What's the longest Somebody flight you've been on? Somebody explain that to me. Oh, man. We'll get to that segment later. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we played in South Africa, but that wasn't one leg. We went from here to London, London to, to Dubai, Dubai to Johannesburg. Whoa. Holy shit. And that shit, like, fucking coming home. Like, we always play the tournament. Then we get super drunk that night, and mm-hmm. we usually fly home the next morning. So imagine being hungover in the middle seat between, you know, <laughs> Justin Mensacoker, who makes me look like a small guy. Yeah. And and another guy yeah. who's like like Brody Henderson who's like probably my size for being hungover for a forty hour travel day, dude. Oh my god, just thinking about it makes me want to vomit. Yeah, <laughs> like middle seats in general, I hate, the worst, I hate the worst, long the flights. absolute worst. Yeah, and that too, middle seats. It's like oh, if you're over six foot or yeah. over two hundred pounds, like just don't but people are dope I remember the first time I went to um, Italy I was sitting next to this old lady and she (laughs) fuck you Um, she that was my first time flying alone and she really she really like put her effort into making me feel super comfortable like I will never forget that she was like my mom on the flight and it was such a good experience were you in the middle seat? yeah I was and she was like hi like you know I'll be your mama was this last year? Oh no! <laughs> I'm joking, I'm okay, okay. <laughs> what were you going to Italy for by yourself? Uh, I was going with a bunch of friends from school. We went on a school trip. Nice. Yeah. So you weren't by yourself. You were with all your friends from school. Yeah, but they were all over this plane. Like I wasn't, you know. Oh. Like, I've, never, I've always sat next to my mom on planes. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's cute. Did she like? Try. If so, if one of those air things came down, they would, she put hers on first. You have to. That's the <laughs> protocol. Have you ever been on a flight where that happened? No, and I'm yeah. fucking terrified. What? Do you have? I have. Shut up. I swear to you. What happened? It was coming back from Dubai to Seattle, and mm-hmm. there was terrible weather. Is that, was... a, is that a direct flight? Yeah. Yeah, they have that now. Jeez. And uh, the weather was really bad in the Northwest, and the plane probably dropped. I don't even know. To me, it felt like 1,000 feet. It was probably Damn. like it was probably like 10. <laughs> <laughs> You're but, like, I'm fucking gone yeah, today. But uh, that shit came down, and I was freaking out. I had to hold it in, but I was I was scared of shit. But people yelling and screaming on the plane. A hundred percent. Kids Fuck. are crying. It was crazy. It wasn't scary. even that bad though. That's the thing. Like thinking about it now, it's like okay, there was a little turbulence. The plane dropped, and then it dropped. Like the things dropped. And- but in that moment, I feel like everybody enters a plane thinking about it in the back of their head that this could go down. Yeah. And so when the smallest thing happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking huge. And it was a massive plane too. Massive. Seven forty seven. I don't know the number, but you it don't was even know the number. He's throwing that. Yeah, out no, I have no idea. <laughs> it's a Boeing uh, thirty-one hundred. <laughs> it's a Boeing three twenty-five. Yeah, but yeah, I'm a pilot. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. How long? Um, how long did it last? How long was the turbulence in, in the? The, the turbulence itself probably was like half an hour. That, Fuck. That little bit was probably like ten minutes. Damn, that's, that's so. Time but that seems like an hour and a half when totally. you're in a plane, right? So yeah, <laughs> when you're peeing your pants before yeah. and like. <laughs> From Malaysia, and like you could, you could see the thunder and lightning. Or you could see the lightning outside, and like 
you know, my teammates, like everyone, like, same like you, like women are yelling, uh, yeah. children are screaming. Like my teammates, like one guy was like, he had clinched his seat um, handles or whatever you call those mm-hmm. things so hard. You could see his like, you could see him just fucking gripping oh, them. Shit. And I'm, um, fuck, I've, full disclosure, I've had probably about 10 dreams now where I. Think about perished. him clutching, clutching no, no, no. you? You always go in the weirdest <laughs> direction. Where I've like, had been in a, a plane, a plane crash. Really? So I think Stop. you know, full on. I, oh, so man. everyone knows if I go on a plane crash, you heard it here first. What the oh, hell? So many gosh. times, man. Don't say it. No, yeah, like, don't put that out in the air, man. I can't you, dude. I can't <laughs> lose you. No, I mean you. not now. I got a lot of shit I need to do. But <laughs> anyway, one so t- hold off, please. Yeah, come on, if you're plane, listening. Guys. Another time we were going to Kelowna, and like you know, when the plane's descending and you're. You know, pretty close to touching down. You mm-hmm. can see everything pretty clearly. You can see people walking. And all of a sudden, you just hear this engine go, and the nose is like, instead of like descending, all of a sudden, they're pulling that hap- up. That happened to me once, too. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the, the weirdest thing is that the pilot didn't say a word for 10 minutes. And everyone's <laughs> He's like, like, freaking out himself. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. And then we ended up landing in Edmonton because, like, I don't even know why. I can't remember why. And, like, I had to do a. Um, my first half marathon the next day. So, oh, shit. Um, so we get there, we land, they put us up in this like motel. So my pre-marathon meal was a plate of nachos <laughs> and some chili chicken from this like motel six. And then we get up the next, sleep for like three hours, get on the six o'clock flight from Edmonton to Kelowna, land in Kelowna at like eight or whatever. The and hell? then go and then go run this half marathon. It was what? fucking crazy. Yeah, that it's... happened to me too. But we landed. The reason we couldn't land was because uh, there were too many planes on the tarmac. So but you just like landed. We were landing. Go. We went up and we were circling for like twenty. Literally circling for twenty minutes. Taxiing or whatever. No, no. Taxiing when you're that's on when the you're ground. on the runway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taxi. Sorry, guys. I need to go on more airplanes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny how you're going to Kelowna, but you landed in Edmonton. Well, we were going to Kelowna, and then he pulled up, and then. For, I don't fucking know why. That sounds so counterintuitive. Because, like, isn't Edmonton <laughs> further than Kelowna? Yeah, 100% is further, but I don't know what happened. Like, to this day, <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know why, like, he didn't just... Somebody it, on that Boeing 747 needs to contact us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Like, it makes no sense. Like, it couldn't, be, it couldn't have been because the tarmac was full. It must have been... I don't fucking That's know. That's weird. We were probably, I don't know, maybe, like, 5K out. Yeah, yeah, so close enough. I think that's pretty close in airplane talk. Yeah, that seems. But then, boom! You just like whew, Edmonton. That's, yeah. That was a good whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. We should have a segment where you just whistle songs. Yeah, we'll do it. Do an hour. Yeah, we'll play play name that whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't whistle for more than like eight seconds. It's horrible. Oh my gosh! So Flo, what's up? I want to hear. Yeah. What's your experience as being uh, of being a DJ and such a prominent dj in vancouver before um, you answer that mm. you've never asked me that <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> you are <laughs> i just forgot he was a dj as well <laughs> okay sorry sorry to interrupt i'm just hurt i'm gonna sit back for five minutes um that's a good question i mean it was a, it was a lot of sorry work. to put you on the spot it's all good <laughs> that's just a it's a loaded question like i've had good experiences i've had bad experiences but yeah. um are you talking about like recently? I guess. So wait, well, let's let's start off. Yeah, let's break it up. Yeah, let's break it up. So when did you get started? Um, so my my whole family is filled with DJs. Ironically, my really? dad mm-hmm. used to my dad used Papa to DJ. DJ, mama DJ. Yeah, my uncle and my cousins used to DJ. Mm-hmm. So wow. it was just kind of the around me. Yeah, like my dad would always be playing music at home. Mind you, it wasn't the same way that I DJ. It was kind of like my dad does too, Mister yeah. Keel. And he has like, <laughs> he had his little crew and whatever. So. Um, yeah, growing up, I was just always around DJing, and it really took off when I was in university. Really? Uh, yeah, SFU guys should throw a lot of You parties. went to SFU? Yeah, dude. So did I. Hey, oh, SFU you know, gang. Fucking hate that SFU play. is fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hater. Yeah. Were you playing for those parties in the residences? That and uh, the pub there. Oh, um. I forget the name now. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, mm. it's a study now, but. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I used to throw a lot of parties there, and that's kind of where I got my uh, my first big gig, I guess, because the mm. dude that used to run Shine, it's called MIA now, but it was called Shine back in the day. Right. Um, one of the kids of the owners went to, I went to school with, and he used to come to all the parties, and he's like, yo, my dad owns this club. You should come DJ there. Oh, shit. So, uh, this is a long time ago, but we started DJing at Shine. How long ago? You think 10 10 15 
Probably ten years. Wow, no, you're pretty good oh, yeah. for ten years. Is, is that is that like still kind of like is that like a, a, a vetted DJ in terms of experience, or are you kind of in the middle? Would you say like ten years? Yeah. It like depends. Flip out, for example, has probably been DJing for like fifty-five years. Who? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Flip out. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't really know. You just don't pretend like you do. <laughs> no, I did. I do. I do. Someone bring Kid in here. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I think. I mean, ten years. Hopefully, you're kind of there. You know what I mean? Mm. You should be. No, no, not your skill. Like your skill of you're one of the best DJs in the fucking city. 100%. Yeah. I'm just talking about like in terms of like, do you feel like you know? Like you look at other DJs in other genres, like fucking mm-hmm. Calvin Harris or whatever. Yeah, who, and like Dead Mouse, who've been doing it for seems like fucking decades. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, so do you feel like, do you feel you're still, like, you know, learning st- lots of stuff? And, oh, you know, yeah, 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 100%. Like, I don't think I'm even, I've even close to my potential yet. Right. Because yeah. a lot of those, like, the DJs you named, like, it's more than just playing. A lot of their success came from producing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That's where the money is, to be honest. Yeah. Like, you got to produce your own tracks and then get booked to perform your tracks, mm-hmm. right? right, as an artist. So, um, yeah, that's, like, the next step that I'm working on. Are right you working now. on that right now? Yeah. I have a couple albums out already, and I've been booked okay. for shows and stuff, so it's cool, okay. man. We got yeah. a fucking professional producer. Is that what they're called? A professional yeah, producer. I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm almost there. Okay. I'm very, I feel very humble right now. You know, when I was first coming into the scene, it was probably like Flip Out, now that you mentioned, and I always heard the name Floetic. So. Nice. Hopefully good things. Hopefully oh, yeah, good yeah, things. yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, so that's yeah. your last name, right? No, 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 no. All these years, like fuck, I know so many DJs by only their DJ name. That's how we like it. Yeah, someone asked, how like, did you... you seen John Steve? I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, oh, I get Gina. that all the time, all the time. How so, did you come up with poetic? Yeah. Uh, it was in university actually. I was I used to take creative writing classes, nice. and uh, we had to study. And I wrote a poem, and I had to read it in front of the class. Ooh. And the teacher said, "Your poetry flows." Mm. Like really good, and then my friends just started calling me Flo, and then they okay. started, yeah, then they started saying Floetic, and then it just, I just kept just it. stuck. Didn't yeah. have anything to do with that movie with Tupac, not and at all. Janet Jackson, not at all. Called Poetic Justice, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I like that your voice went deeper when you said it. That's you were even working. Yeah, yeah. I, I like gotta, that. I gotta mix it up. And hearing it in my mic, it's it's another experience. <laughs> You both are welcome. <laughs> Fuck, I thought your name, last name was Floetic. I have that in my phone. Jason Floetic. I thought Floetic. so too. I that's thought all, so too. That's all I want people. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Something to hide. He has a, he's a little alias. You yeah. Know? Like there Jason you go. Born. If I need to run, who are you really? If I need to run away, you guys will never find me. There's a Fuck, billion, a billion Jasons. I need a fucking alias. <laughs> you do. What can Mr. Akio Kaya. That's Instagram, bro. And my dog name. <laughs> How many times are you gonna fuck that up? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. So, what's the biggest um, venue you've DJed? Our biggest like show, Post Malone, Rogers oh, Arena. Really? I remember that? That was recently, yeah. Uh, last time he was here, year and a half. Two Congratulations! Yeah. It was the last time he was here, though, right? Yeah, I remember that because I was there. And I'm like, holy Wait, shit, that's yeah. Jason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that was dope. Yeah, fuck. How did that feel? Like, how's the energy? Like, are you like for me? Like, when I see a DJ and the hand, handful of times I've done it, like, I feel like you're really in charge of, like, the emotions of the entire crowd. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can, you're can you going on a ride with them, and, like, what you're doing up there is really going to affect what everyone is feeling 100%. who's watching you. Yeah, yeah. It's a um, rush, yeah? Yo, crazy rush. So at first I was nervous. I'll give you a quick breakdown of how it happened. His DJ couldn't cross. It was St. John Post Malone. Their DJ couldn't cross yeah. the border for some reason. So, yeah, for some reason. We <laughs> <laughs> so the manager was... I guess he DM'd me. I thought it was just some bullshit. Yeah. He's like, everyone's saying you're the guy in Vancouver. Like, we need a DJ for tonight. Can you do it? And the funny thing is, I was actually booked in LA that night. I was going to fly out. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, uh, if it's real, this is my rate for the night. Send, I'm going to send you my contract. Send it back within half an hour. And then I'll figure everything else out. Five minutes. Boom. Get a deposit. Like wow. an e-transfer. Contract yeah. back. I'm like, oh, this shit's legit. So then uh, I go to Rogers Arena. They have my name, everything, blah, 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 blah. And uh, did the show. I was hella nervous. That was the biggest crowd. Did was... you come up with your mix right then, or did you have something prepared? I had nothing prepared. Oh, my God. Because I'm the type of guy that I like to see what's happening. And yeah, then, yeah. Totally. Like, DJ. You can't prepare ahead of time, because what if, you know what I mean? Yeah, no one's feeling a... a track or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just kind of went into it. That and is so much anxiety. 
Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck, that's amazing. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, it's like, fuck, I love, you know, that energy. Like, if you're performing on any level, whether you're a DJ or an athlete or whatever, um, and that fucking the energy off the crowd, and yeah. they're hyped, and, like, they're loving your flow. Yeah, dude. And they're loving your set. It's like, fuck, it's so... Do you, like, play at venues and stuff? Like, you? I, I've played at my venues. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get to decide that, so... You know, yeah, I mean, I play, I mean, not a ton. I mean, I play, I probably play like 20 times. And I played with Flo once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dope. You're yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I kiss I'm and tell, right? Yeah. No, no, at, no, no. At, at La Pantola for a brunch party. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I mean, it's, um, I played at the Nice Guys brunch. It's like, it's more, you know, it's more of a novelty for sure. <laughs> like when I play, like, you know, people will come up and be like, yeah, I don't want to hear. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> I play for me, essentially. Yeah. But like, I play songs like, you know, like Backstreet Boys, I'll throw in there. Then, but then I'll throw in some, you know, a current shit from, from, you know, whoever's popping at the time yep. and then I'll throw it back to like you know Spice Girls you know I'll throw in some 90s pop in there I love Hell that yeah. I yeah. love that and I feel that you know not a lot of DJs or clubs even do it because it's kind of like people like if you if it's overkill it kind of gets to be too much but you know even people that hate on it I can see them mouthing the words I'm like oh, yeah, yeah, okay yeah. I know you know this song yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I appreciate 90s when it's mixed into like yeah. proper, well maybe I'll know. maybe I'll DJ uh, one of my have a house party or something. Yeah, you can throw a rated. Maybe R I'll party. be invited this oh, time. <laughs> you will be invited in due time, my friend. I still have to prove my worth. Got to earn your stripes. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> Social distancing, man. You got to. It can't be. You know, you're a very touchy feely guy. Can we having a party? Don't act like everyone... you don't like it. I mean, I don't hate it. But... <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Flo, I have a question for you. So, so you know how. Can you imagine you're like DJing, mm-hmm. you know, you're flipping or spinning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're spinning the tables and mm-hmm. like, you know, using your fingers a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever think that helps out in like bed or what? Um, like, do you ever like use your skills? Like, do you pretend you're a DJ? I don't pretend. Bring it back. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it would help. I've never really thought about it. That's a good question, though. I don't know. I was thinking yeah, I mean, I guess I have stronger. Minutes. I have stronger fingers than the average person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Akio, what from your experience? I, I spin on um, a controller, so I don't. Really, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not, I don't really do a lot of scratching. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, more of a stop start. Stop start. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if that translates. No, no, no. Very oh, trust me, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah that may, may uh, explain a few things. <laughs> start, stop, start, stop. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah, no, 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 no. That no, is no, hilarious. No, 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 no. That's a good question, though. We should yeah. probably put that on Instagram. Be like, DJs, <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are your skills? Probably like, DJs partners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, too much reverb, but it's uh, super echoey. Yeah, that's a good that's question. Good. Though. That's good. Thank you. I, I was thinking about I, it I, for I, quite I, a while. I didn't see that coming. I'm like, what the you fuck know what? are you talking about? I saw Flo walk through the door, and the first thing. That's fine. He must be good in bed. Keep shooting, man. That's fine. That's, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. hope so. I mean, I hope, I hope so. <laughs> Let's see if we should do a, like a poll. Yeah. Comment below if you guys think. Uh... <laughs> if DJs are good in bed. You know who I, who I bet would love that question, and we'll put this poll on his Instagram? Mm. DJ Nikki. Yeah, probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I feel he yeah. would be he'd be the guy. Yeah, like, yeah. He'd lead the charge. Him. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, Nikki, get it done. We want to know. <laughs> mm. Now, back to this fucking weird shit. Um I watched a uh, a great documentary the other day. Really? Um on 30 for 30. I'm flow you. I'm sure you're I know what it is. Yeah. yeah. No uh, idea. Yeah, that's that's basically what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 right. for 30 is like, you know, like documentary series on like Sport, sporting mm-hmm. events and, and, you know, things like, you know, Mike Tyson, like his career or like there was one on the other day on, on Bruce Lee. Do you know mm-hmm. Bruce Lee? Oh, I think I watched one on Chris Jenner. Yeah, probably. And like Kim. Uh, no? Maybe not. Okay, never mind. <laughs> It'd be more about like, you know, probably be more about Chris Jenner. Oh, no, not Chris Jenner. Um, Bruce. 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 Bruce Jenner. Oh, is it for athletes? Yeah. That type of thing? Yeah. Sorry, it was about like, like stories about sports and like in, it's kind of like... um inside the what's that fucking uh e true hollywood stories but mm-hmm. for sports gotcha yeah okay so there's one on a bruce lee called be water what be water <laughs> you have to say it like that. watch how he says it yeah he's like bruce lee if i don't know if you know who he is no one no i do i do i do yeah super og asian guy Jack martial Chan. artist no motherfucker not jackie chan <laughs> god damn it <laughs> no i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> not Jackie Chan. But he was like one of the first like Asian superstars that was on TV. Yeah. Great martial artist. He was before Jackie Chan though, right? Yeah. 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 Way before. Probably Jackie Chan watched Bruce Lee. And yeah, I was going to say. Jackie Chan was... became Jackie Chan. Yeah. Anyway, he's talking about, you know, be water, be like water, kind of the flow state. Like, you know, do you guys ski or snowboard? Or I have surf? it, but I would love to. Well, imagine yourself skiing. You're on the hill and you're just like, you know, carving like, and the and it's like you're just in that flow state and like you're not really thinking about what you're doing. You're just kind of mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. You're being super present. And it got me thinking like, fuck, man, I don't think I'm very present that often. Really? I don't think so. I mean, do you guys think you're super present all Are the time? Are you high on mushrooms when you're watching this, by the way? Probably. I'm high a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but like I just don't think that I'm that – like, for example – I think I'm a super good multitasker, but then when I think about multitasking, really all I'm doing is switching from task to task really quickly. It's Mm -hmm. based on not being present. Yeah, exactly, and not really getting one thing done. I'm like, oh, I got to cook dinner. Oh, wait, then I got to make note about what I'm going to talk about in the podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to make sure that uh, my visa got refunded for this thing. And I'll, like, switch back and forth, back and forth, and, like, kind of get 90% of one done, 40% of another one done, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, when I stop and thought about it and and watch that documentary and what he was saying, like, fuck, man, I'm, like, I'm very rarely present. I would agree with you. I know I'm definitely not. My friends have always called it out. Yeah, of me. Like I'm always like on my phone, or I'm doing something, or even when I'm like doing something like like this, my mind is like going, and I'm thinking yeah. about like what else to say, or like yeah. what else to like do, or yeah. like, what else I have to do for the day. So I'm probably the most least present person I know, I which think, is fucked up. I think it depends on what you're doing. Yeah, true. true. And like, especially like in our generation right now, like compared to Bruce Lee's, we have to multitask in order to be successful. Like you can't just focus on one thing. Yeah. But like you work out a lot. Yeah. I feel like, well, I don't know. I've never seen you work out, but or you're talking I about have. riding your bike. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're riding your bike, are you on your phone texting doing, or are you just zoned no, in? No, I mean, that's funny. You should ask. Like I just bought a fucking a, a, a clip adapter so that my phone can oh, be my. on my bike. Obviously I'm not answering phone calls or anything, but yeah. like I'm like, Pressing play and pause on uh, my app to calculate my speed and, mm-hmm. you know, doing things like that. And, like, when I'll be working out, sometimes I'll have, like, you know, I'll do, like, X amount of work and then X amount of rest. And mm-hmm. during the rest, I'll check my phone. I'll be, like, fucking, you know, get a text out. Because I just, I just, I'm a big box checker. I like, mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. just getting things done. So, um, yeah, I'm, like, yeah, like, it's, it's, the more I think about it, the less present I am. But with you as a DJ, I think... You know, you're. I think you're also kind of both because I think you're really present in the moment with you know playing your music, but then you're also thinking, okay, what's my next? What's my next song? Like, mm-hmm. what's the crowd doing? What? How can I continue this party? I'll be completely, completely honest. I'm present when it's something I haven't done yet, mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. city I haven't done or a club I haven't played at. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like totally zoned in. If it's like a regular thing I do, I've been doing for five years. It's like, like I know what works. Like totally. I'll check, but I'll check a text or you know what I mean. Order shots. Yeah, I think fucking like Nolan's age group. Like, I, you know, I mean, when we go out and I, it's oh, it's there's a lot of people, not just your age group, but they're always on their phone and they're mm-hmm. fucking snapping, yeah, 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 taking videos, and so like they're living. Like I, I don't know if that's being present really. If you're just kind of like living. No, that's and that's why I say yeah. I'm not present. I'm literally on my phone thinking about like what's type of snap I'm going to take yeah. or like you know somebody's texting me or I'm on yeah. Instagram or Snapchat when I should be like enjoying the time I am or the time I have with my friends yeah. clubbing and that or like doing whatever dinner, whatever, whatever we're doing dinner whatever the fuck and not on my phone on Snapchat or like Instagram yeah. um, and not being present but do you sense. think like I don't know like I think we've clearly defined that none of us are really super present all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. but I think that we all have heard how important being present is yeah but None of, yet none of us do it and probably none of not a lot of people do it so well one of the reasons I feel like my friends kind of understand why I'm not <clears> is because <throat> they know that at the same time that I'm like at dinner mm-hmm. I'm still like you know people in the industry we're working yeah you know like people are always texting us yeah. for reservations doing whatever yeah. guest list however the fuck whatever you guys do and that's what I'm doing I'm not, I'm not purposely not being present yeah it's with a reason I don't know if can you like? Do you do you agree or no? No, I, I agree in that sense. But I'm just talking that, like a, like for me, I, I'm not present really, hardly <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like you know, or like th- thinking about the next thing or preparing for the next thing. And mm-hmm. you know, the only real time that I um, am present is during 
you know, this podcast, to be honest. I mean, that's when I'm the most present. And even here, like, sometimes I'm making notes about whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, obviously, when you're on a podcast, you need to be listening to what your your guests and, and other hosts are saying. Otherwise, you're going to be like, what? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sure. And that's going to be annoying that's to listen to. That's professional. We're not unprofessional on PNC. No, we're super, <laughs> uber professional, especially you. Yeah. Um, so We have but, professional nuts. What can I say? <laughs> always with the fucking nuts um so what i don't know like do you think being present is as important as everyone keeps saying because almost every self-help book i've read is talking about like like deepak chokra like um fucking who else do i read uh anyone they're they're always talking about how being present is like the, the fundamental thing about you know being in that moment and and being happy and shit yeah I think, or Flo, do you want to do you want to go first? No, go for it, man. Yeah, um, I think I agree with that because when I take the conscious effort of being present in a moment, it does like it does pay off. Like I do feel happy. At the same time, I feel like we live in like such a fast moving city, and like things are always happening that it's so hard to do that. But when you're able to be present and like self reflect and kind of look back at what you're doing and what you're doing at the moment, like you're able to. Um, appreciate the moment more and somehow feel a little bit more fulfilled which ultimately leads into other aspects of being like you know the best person that you can be that these self-help books are describing does that make sense i don't know i didn't understand the word (laughs) (laughs) i was i was trying to zone out and listen i was like you lost me brother you lost me (laughs) um yeah yeah it's important it's important (laughs) Um, yeah, fuck, I don't know, man. I think it's tough to be present right now, especially, I think technology has kind of worked against us in that sense. Like, having this phone that we all are addicted to, like, I'm on my phone so much, even Mm -hmm. if I have, like, two minutes of, like, time where I could be present or Mm -hmm. could be mindful, um... I tend to pick up my phone and oh, what's going on, on Instagram? Oh, what's going on, on my Flipboard? What's mm-hmm. uh you know? Has anyone texted me? Has anyone emailed me? Like it's like oh look, let's look up my bank for a second, see if that money came back. Mm-hmm. Like I'm never really just like in the moment, and it's like yeah, it's it's weird, and I think it's a large part to do with how far technology has come with, and how powerful this little fucking iPhone or you, you know. know what I've done? I've I've during quarantine specifically, I've made a conscious effort to not be in my phone as much yeah. because of that yeah. not necessarily because i want to be in the moment but like i'm just so this is a crutch for me the cell, yeah, the cell phone mm-hmm. like at 10 p.m i'm putting my phone away one because i'm not working working or i wasn't you know what i mean mm-hmm. and if it's that important like whoever it is can message keisha if they need to get a hold of me but i've been throwing my phone away man so you guys should try it. Even if it's for like two hours a day, just try it. Yeah, I'll do it from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> I do that in the way that like I'll go downstairs to watch TV and I'll leave my phone upstairs charging. And mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking about it as I'm watching TV and I'm like, fuck, like, if it's that important, yeah. they can message my sister or my mom. Like, yeah. The people who are going to be calling me about important shit, mm-hmm. they'll have like other people's numbers. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. I'm, I'm trying to really make an effort because I caught myself. I'd, I'd go on Instagram, put my phone down, and literally 30 seconds later... I'll open Instagram again. It's like, no, it's like, it's like yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> and I'll do the app rotation, you know, like Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Snapchat, then yeah. back to Instagram. Yeah. 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 As if something fucking changed. Yeah. And love- it's not just a keel with another fucking workout snap. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about what you just said there is that uh, you're being present by putting your phone away for a couple hours, then going downstairs to watch TV. <laughs> So <laughs> that Nolan being present is watching <laughs> reruns of Friends without my fucking phone. Fucking <laughs> Rob, Robin Schwarma would have a field day with you, man. Uh, it's crazy, but that's what I mean. Like everything is just so there. Everything is so convenient for us right now. Like, I, like rarely do I ever spend time with my thoughts. Uh-huh. Partially because my thoughts are super fucking fucked up, <laughs> and I don't really want to be alone with them. But like, yeah, oh my God. like. Okay. I'd rather, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm okay. just half kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, just, even when I work out, deeper. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when I work out, like, I don't, like, I have some kind of distraction. You know what I mean? Just to, because that's when I least want to be present is during my workouts because they're, f- some of them are so fucking hard mm-hmm. that I need either music, podcast, TV, anything to distract me from what I'm doing because what I'm right. doing is, ma- like, I make these weird fucking, like, when I'm working out hard, it's like, do you I make your like own I'm routines dying. up? 
Yeah, most of them. Like I used to be a trainer, like when I was playing. So I have yeah, a good, a good um, bank of, of of workouts that, and I typically only do movements that I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, I don't like I don't do any pull ups in my workouts because like I am like the worst puller upper in the history of pull ups <laughs> or pull outer. <laughs> no, bro, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. I have a necessity, but yeah, man, like fuck, I think I'm really gonna try to be more present. Nice. And probably fail. So, <laughs> in in your example of being present, you think playing music while you work out is not being present? Uh, well, I'm not focusing. I'm not like being present in the music. Yeah, I don't think I'm being. I think I could be more present. Okay. Like if I had no music and no distractions, and I was just focusing on my breathing and mm. you know f- how I'm feeling, because how I'm feeling is borderline passing out, and I don't want to feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, How so hard do you work out? Jeez, pretty hard sometimes, man. Like, yeah, it's uh, uncomfortable, but I mean, it's what I'm just used to, I guess, at this point. So, right. yeah, I feel I, like that I, challenge is good, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely, it's definitely challenging, and like, like you know, it's a task that I literally do not want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that I'm able to complete it, it's like um, I don't, I don't really procrastinate, which I think is something that I pride myself on because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people do procrastinate. So. I'm like a doer, I guess, and, and just get things done so I can just like check that box off, move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, then I'm like, you know, and that carries on. I'm a, I'm a firm believer that if you exhibit certain um, attributes in one point of your life, mm-hmm. like say you're, you're, you, you know, you cut corners on your workout, I really do believe that you're going to have a tendency to cut corners in your professional life, like, and work and stuff like that. It translates. Yeah, that's yeah I think so. I mean, I mean, it's all about discipline, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all about like, you know your behaviors and if you exhibit certain behaviors in one area of your life why would you not exhibit those same behaviors in another and that's uh-huh. the idea i was trying to go on with that little blurb that you guys didn't fucking understand um <laughs> that if you are present that kind of like goes into other parts of your life like you'll you're able to build on that being present to feel more fulfilled yeah and yeah. more self-improved like how the people in your books are describing mm, yeah, i think you almost be. got it Sort of, got it. I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, that's important to try. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Are you are you ready for? Um, yeah, bum ba da dum bum bum. You know what that means, Flo? No. That means it's time for this week's you take off your segment pants. of oh, oh. <laughs> Can someone please explain this to me? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Bing, bing, bing. Okay, so today I want to know. I want one of you, if you can, to uh-huh. explain to me how come. Some people, when they're super hungover, yep. how come some people eat a ton okay. and some people can't eat at all? For example, I don't know what you guys are like. When I'm hungover, I can't fucking touch food. Last time I was hungover, I ate maybe a quarter of a breakfast sausage. No joke. All <laughs> it day. was mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little Vienna one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no joke. I mean, what do you guys like when you're hungover? Are you guys big eaters? Or- yeah. I'm the same way as you, Akio. What about you? I'm Flo. a soup guy. I need soup if do I'm hungry. Oh, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Too, like I, eat, I eat a lot of soup if I'm hungry. Hydration. Yeah, there's no way I can do that. So do you? Do you? Do you, Do you, any of you have an idea of why that is? Like, is it just like, for me, like I had, like I just can't. I just don't feel good. But a lot of people that I've ta- like heard is that like when they're hungover, they just they they need that comfort of just eating and. You just said it. Do you have comfort food? Like you I do. Like, what's your go-to? I like like chili. But See, but chili's not really a thing you eat when you're hungover because exactly. it make, probably make but you yeah. puke. Do you think that plays into the people who drink and eat at the same time and, or the other type of people who drink and can't eat at all? Like, do you think their hangovers follow through oh. with how their behavior is when they drink? That's a good question. Yeah, I think so. I don't think... Well, I mean, no, because I fucking... Like, when I'm drunk, I come home and crush... Same. Anything that's in the fridge. Yeah. Or uh, the cupboard. And then I wake up, I'm like... Maybe that's why. I was about to say, maybe that's why you can't but I'm eat. still that's... like, I like, yeah, maybe. But like, I'm like, I just don't feel like I'm eating anything. I, like, I try to eat something because I am hungry. I'm mm-hmm. hungry. Mm-hmm. But then I eat, and I'm like, ugh. I mean, I do the same thing when I'm drunk where I eat a lot. So maybe the next day it's just like, you ate too fucking much and like, you know, you'll feel sick. I think it also depends on what you drank, though. Yeah. What, so, okay, well. What what do you like? I feel like if you drink a lot of tequila, the next morning you're probably not gonna want to eat. Really? No, I drink only tequila, and you well, do... actually, no, you're right. Fuck. Yeah, I feel like the next day you don't want to eat, but if you drink like wine and you get fucked up, like the next day you may have a hangover, but you'd want a snack. Like 
you'd want to eat. We should test this. We, we should, should have an experiment. We should go out for a week, get fucked up every, <laughs> every day, fucking day, and see what happens. <laughs> Different alcohol every fucking day. Yeah, just try it out. Yeah, well, I think I'm still not going to be eating. But when you guys get that answer, <laughs> let me know because I need to eat. Like I feel like it's weird because I, I don't eat, but I still feel like I gain weight that day. Oh fuck! I I gain weight just by breathing, so I can't <laughs> I can't say anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm not. Yeah, it's just weird. I, I don't get it. Anyway. Well, thanks for nothing. You guys didn't explain shit. <laughs> um, so, Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Flo. What's up, dog? Where can we find you on uh, social? Like, what's your, what are your, what are your, uh, your IG handles? And everything everything is Mr. Floetic. At MR, Mr. Floetic. At Mr. Floetic. I'm going to tell you a brief story about why it's Mr. Floetic. So, my DJ name is actually Floetic. And when I tried to get my Instagram, someone had DJ Floetic. And I DM'd them. like, yo, I'll give you 200 bucks for my name. And they never... They never responded, so I had to change everything to Mr. Floetic. Weird. Sucks. All right, Mr. Floetic, thank you for another episode of PNC, or joining us on another episode of <laughs> PNC. Um, you guys can follow us at PNC underscore podcast, or you can check out Akio's dog at Akio's <laughs> <laughs> Or myself at Nolan Brassad. Thank you, guys. Bye. Peace. Put it out the coop at the lot. Tony fuck 12, fuck swat. Buzzing all the bells out the box. 